0: Hey my friends, if you're looking for a faster, better way to grow and scale your landscape business, you likely don't need to join just another free Facebook group or watch another YouTube video. What you need is a proven, cohesive growth strategy for your business, along with the one-on-one coaching or group coaching and accountability to support you every step of the way. And that's exactly what the Million Dollar Academy delivers to you. The Million Dollar Academy is coaching tools, accountability and done-free resources for landscapers who want to take the guesswork out of scaling and growing towards a profitable multiple six, even seven-figure-plus business without all the stress and all the hours of agonizing. How do I get everything done? Or am I doing this right? Or what do I need to focus on next? The Millionaire Academy is about thinking differently and thinking bigger about how to be a successful business owner. It's about more than just being good at landscaping. It's about how to create more profit and how to scale, all while relieving some of the pressure on yourself. We do have group and one-on-one coaching spots available, so if you want to go learn more, head over to com forward slash academy and get in there today.
1: Before we get started today, I just wanted to take a second to invite you all to our next workshop that is all about unlocking the power of estimating systems in your business. Because the problem that we see over and over again is that the landscapers we work with, they've got work. They're doing okay. There's no holes in the schedule. They're doing pretty good. They're keeping it booked up and they're working hard, but the profits just aren't there mm-hmm. for the amount of work that they're putting into their business. And it's heartbreaking because everybody's like, oh, well, you know, I talked to so-and-so down the road and I'm charging what they're charging. And, you know, I've, I've listened to your podcast for a while and I watched some YouTube videos and I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I made a spreadsheet and yeah. so I've been trying, but it's just not working out. And <laughs> just every time it's just, they don't know their numbers and they just haven't been taught how to estimate. It's just one of those things that in this industry, I don't even know where you learn how to estimate if you don't come to somebody who's like a mentor like we are, because that's how we learned back in the day. And so if you've just been learning from people who weren't properly trained or don't know what they're doing, or if you're just making it up, no wonder it's not working, because there are estimating systems that can help you. Mm -hmm. And But estimating is a skill that you need to learn. Like You're not just going to be like, I own a landscaping business. I am now an expert at estimating. Like you have to actually like try and learn.
0: Well, I've been DMing a lot of people here lately and talking about the workshops and estimating and just trying to find out what they're doing now. And a lot of times it's either they're guessing, they're going off their competitor's pricing, or they are just taking the materials and multiplying by two, three, whatever. Like a
1: random multiplier.
0: And we did this long time ago. The problem with doing some of those things is that you might win on this job but the next job you're going to lose next job win and it's always i'll make up for the next job i'll make up for the next job but on the next job it rains and, and is that like the game
1: that you want to play yeah. we're going to play this game called i hope i make profit yes. like i'm not trying to be mean but you went into business for a reason mm-hmm. you have a business to support your family to support your livelihood to live the life that you want to lead and so You need to have a consistent, repeatable way Mm -hmm. to make the profits that you need. So you can plan for that profit. You can know down to like the penny, okay, I wanna make X amount of money on this job. Mm -hmm. Here's what I need to do to make that happen. That is all possible. So if you want to join us for a workshop on estimating systems, we can take a deeper dive into this because I think people just don't know. I think people don't know. And it's not your fault because I think we need to talk about it more.
0: (laughs) They they find themselves, they're struggling to pay themselves or struggling to pay their People that are struggling to pay their vendors and stuff, and it shouldn't be this way. You can make a good yeah. living in this well, industry, and you it's just, just haven't
1: been taught. If yes. you haven't been taught, you haven't been taught. Okay, that's cool. Let's fix the problem. Yeah. So, so,
0: so join us on the twentieth of, of June. June. Yep. Um, we just had one here the twenty fourth of May. It's a great time. So make sure you get in this next one, and we'll continue talking about this. And this is one of our things that we are going to die on the sill for. We know you can. I will make never money.
1: stop talking about it. Yes. I've, if you've heard the story, I have. Cr- cried in a grocery store parking lot because I didn't think I was going to have enough money to go in and get groceries. Like, mm-hmm. I was in Scott's plow truck, pregnant with our second son, and I'm like, I'm sitting in the truck that we make money in, and I'm, like, terrified to go in here because I'm, my car's going to get declined. Like, mm-hmm. that is a horrible feeling. I don't want anybody to ever experience that again. And so that's why, like Scott said, we I will, I will die on this hill. Yes. You have to know your numbers, and you have to know how to estimate yes. Because we see all the time, is landscaping a good business? Can you make money in landscaping? Da, 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 mm-hmm. da, da. You can, but it's not just going to like spontaneously happen. You yeah. have to try. You're going to have to learn how to estimate. That's the key yep. to pretty much everything.
0: Yep. So definitely get in there. June 20th, you can head to milliondollarlandscaper.com forward slash power Hour. get signed up today.
1: Yeah. All right. Quick word from our sponsors and we'll be right back.
0: If you've ever struggled the daily grind of making and keeping track of work orders, you have to check out EasyBeasy is easy easy-to-use, easy-to-learn, affordable work order and time clock app with unlimited users included with every subscription. Make and edit work orders anytime, anywhere you're working, at your desk, in your truck, on the job site, even on your couch. With EasyBeasy, you can easily copy work orders to use over and over, which is great for mowing and plowing. You can also keep track of employee timesheets, contact your customers, add notes, instructions, even pictures of your jobs. EasyBeezy works on Android and Apple devices or any tablet or computer. EasyBeasy also has a wide variety of reports so you can have all the info you need for billing right from your phone. Say goodbye to paying for extra users because everyone gets unlimited users on EasyBeezy. Try EasyBeezy for free for 30 days. Visit easybeasy.app forward slash MDL to sign up. EasyBeasy is a simple work order and time clock app for mo crews, hardscape crews and everything in between. Start saving time and money with EasyBeasy. Visit slash mdl to sign up today.
1: We want to take a quick second to tell you about our friends over at Cycle CPA. I can't even express to you how important it is to have a good accountant on your side. You know you want accurate bookkeeping and financial statements every month. Instead, you're often left with limited time to focus on the accounting side of your business and no reports to show for it. At Cycle CPA, the landscaping accountants, they not only handle the bookkeeping, but also provide landscape industry benchmarking, job costing, financials by service line, advisory meetings, and much more. Cycle CPA has a team of landscaping accountants available to provide anything from bookkeeping to CFO services. Visit cyclecpa.com and for $100 off, mention the Million Dollar Landscaper podcast.
0: All right, welcome back, everybody. So today we wanted to talk about burnout. And the reason why we're kind of bringing it up a little bit earlier is because, well, talking to some people in the academy, they're just getting stressed out. They're, you know, work is well, coming. Well, Burnout happens,
1: it seems to happen every year. Well, it does. It <laughs> so does. let's get ahead of it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And Katie, she's rolled her eyes at me many times talking about this just here before the show because i experienced burnout.
1: (laughs) If we're talking about burnout, and it is because we know it, we've experienced it. Scott might be in a little bit of it right now. I think I'm coming out of it a little bit, but it's, once again, it's something that you have to actively try to manage or it can really get you.
0: It can, absolutely. And, you know, if you've heard some of the past stories of like when I was actually out in the field and stuff, I like had some weird rash on my back that popped up because I'm getting burned Stress, out or like migraines, migraines. Or I couldn't see like I started seeing spots and I didn't know what it was at the time but when yes. I started talking to the doctors and they're like it's just you're you're stressed, you're burned out. So yeah, the whole point of today's conversation is just to kind of get ahead of the game, start looking for some of the early signs of this and try to figure this out and what to do before it really takes hold.
1: Yes. Um, because building up your resiliency to everything going on in your life is a key to burnout because burnout is actually like you have a perceived lack of resources for the amount of things you need to get done. And so this is why burnout is personal to everybody and like I burn out quicker than Scott does, um, because it is—it's just about a perceived lack of resources. Mm -hmm. And so, what can you do now to support yourself to have the resources that you need, so you are more resilient and so you don't burn out? And Mm -hmm. that's going to mean different things to different people.
0: Yeah, and you know, spring being one of the busiest times of the season, everybody's just going hard right now, and it seems exciting. Yeah. But towards the end, if you're just trying to deal with getting the jobs done, handling customer calls, getting the estimates done, like I was talking to somebody last night on the phone, you know, they're a younger guy, they're a go-getter, but they're getting home at 8 o'clock that night, and he had to do estimates because he's falling behind on estimates and trying to get back to customers. Oh, we know this story.
1: We have lived this life. And,
0: you know, I've kind of warned him on some things. I'm like, don't keep doing it like this. You'll eventually get burned out. And I get it when you're younger, it's a little bit easier to do it. And the older I'm getting, it's harder for me to do handle this. I'm, I'm getting better at delegating some stuff, but I still experience it. Yes. Very much so. So, so just some signs of things that are happening when you start to experience burnout is one of them is this exhaustion. I'm like, I just tired all the time. Like I feel like I just can't catch up on my sleep. And that's one of the biggest things that I experience. Another one is lack of motivation. Like you just don't mm-hmm. want to, man, I don't want to go into work today. I don't want to call this customer. I don't want to deal with this. You know, it's just those couple things are some of the biggest signs that I see. Decreased productivity, you just don't feel like doing anything. You don't feel like getting anything well, done. Well, you get
1: stuck in the like, you're like, I'm doing things, but nothing, like you said, nothing productive is getting done. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of like, you're. it's like that hamster wheel, like you're doing stuff, but it's like either just like busy work or things yeah. that you could delegate or things that don't need to get done right now. It gets hard to like prioritize because you do have so many things that it gets hard to prioritize what comes first, like what is important right now versus what is urgent right now.
0: Yeah, you can be just feeling negative, just irritable, like you're just pissed off all the time, like.
1: Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel bad for anybody who's watching this on video because my face right now, I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, I know yeah. this person, but go ahead, continue, continue. This well, isn't gonna be this is, this is me for sticking it to and you this whole well, time. So. Go ahead, continue. <laughs>
0: Um, and it just, it's one of those things that, you know, you start feeling these things and if you're like me, you're like, I'm just going to dig in, dig harder and work harder. And that's not the case. Like, it's just, it doesn't work that way. Right. I
1: can't make my face stop. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Just hearing you t- trying to give advice on burnout, but it comes from a place of experience. It yes. comes from a place of knowing it because you've lived it. Yeah. And so, we're not experts on this. We're no. not medical doctors.
0: <laughs> but if you're not aware of what some of the signs are, I think it's important to kind of at least be aware of these types of things. You know, you can have headaches, you can have weird rashes, you just tension, just tired. You like if you normally work out, I don't, I don't feel like motivated. I'm not going to go work out today. And you keep doing it. You just keep getting into a deeper hole, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And that's personally, that's where I can get into it. And I feel like I'm going to dig myself out and
1: yeah, you get into the, I'm just going to work harder. I'm going to just dig myself, dig, 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 dig. I mm. go into like that, like shutdown mode where yeah. I'm kind of like barely a functional person. So yeah, yeah it's not fun. No. It's not fun. No,
0: but it is something that you need to be aware of. And that can really affect just not even your Do you have tips
1: for like how to get out of this? So yeah, now that we've so. kind of talked about, okay, here's what it looks like. If you're in it, you, and, and this is the weird thing. Sometimes you don't know it till you start to come out of it a little bit like sometimes it's a little bit hard especially when you're first getting into it to know when it's happening yeah so
0: and like some people like talking to the person the other day i don't think he's aware that this is going to happen to him he's like just well we're the old dogs now so we're
1: like oh man we see this coming yeah Yeah.
0: So it's just kind of one of those things you need to be to be aware of and you're just like i'll just work harder i'm I'm totally guilty of
1: when you're young and full of piss and vinegar Mm -hmm. you're just you pull a scott you're like i'm just gonna work myself out of this yeah Mm
0: -hmm. it works continue (laughs) So one of the first thing is just sometimes you just need to take a break. Sometimes Katie actually told me the other day, she's like, you need to go take the camper and, and go.
1: I did. I kicked him out of our house. Yeah. I told him that he needed to take our camper. We live very close to Indiana Dunes, National Lakeshore or National Park. They changed it. I keep calling it the National Lakeshore. Anyway, I'm like, take the camper, go to the dunes. You can take a dog, not take a dog. It's up to you. I'll stay home with the kids and the dogs. I was like, but just go and like put your feet in the sand and take naps. Yeah. That was it. And he told me no, but I still suggested
0: it. Yeah. Well, it's. Ha <laughs> <yeah>. ha, <laughs> busted. You got nothing to say.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it's true. I like, and I, I could, but then I'm like, well, then I fall behind. It's one of those traps yes. you get into and it's yes. just a cycle that's kind of hard to get out of. But yeah, it's definitely taking breaks and taking some time away. Even if it's just taking a day off and Sundays, I'm not going to do anything but sit on the couch. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. I'm just going to giggle this whole time. But I guess my comment is, and this is something that I'm still learning how to do, is you do have to learn how to put what is important before what is urgent. What is important for me? Everyone's going to have their own definition of what is important over what is urgent. But I am learning that I have to prioritize taking care of myself. Um, I have to prioritize, for me, exercise walking my dogs that's just a form of like not only is it a little bit of exercise but it's a nice little brain break for me taking care of the family just even little things like as like we have groceries and i have like the household stuff like under control i don't like it when we don't know where we're going we don't know where the kids are doing like Mm -hmm. like just it's just that household stuff and that's person that's that's to me scott doesn't take care of that stuff quite as much but for me i have to put that stuff before The like, oh, I've got to get these emails out and get these social media posts going and I need to write this campaign and what is our next promotion? Mm -hmm. I'm learning how to put the things that are important to me and my life over what is urgent because those urgent things are always going to be there. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be another email I could write, some more marketing we could do, something we could update in the academy. Those things are always going to be there. And if you keep waiting to take care of yourself physically and mentally, Until all that stuff is done, then you're going to be in the grave before it happens because those things are always there. They're just always there. Maybe you, when you retire, I don't know. Maybe it gets better. I'm I'm not of retirement age (laughs) yet, so I can't say. Yeah. But it feels, for me anyway, it feels selfish to put important things before urgent things, and that is something that I am currently in the midst of struggling with. Like I have to get past the, the like somehow. I have that story in my head that it's selfish to do those things first Mm -hmm. before the business. So, but like I said, everybody's going to have their own struggle and their own story. I just thought I would share mine because I am working on what is important versus what is urgent.
0: So the other thing that I have is to learn to delegate some things away. This is something that I'm getting better at in mm-hmm. the academy because of, I just actually we just have a VA person now that got hired his
1: own virtual assistant. assistants. Yeah, Thank so, you it's, dad.
0: so it's been nice to be able to just eliminate some of those tasks of just simply updating some things, getting back to customers. So what are some of the things that you can do on that end? There are VAs that you could hire to handle some of the stuff. You'll be surprised. There's things overseas. There's people in obviously the United States or whatever that you can hire to do these types of things. It might be something hiring a person that's stay-at-home mom, you know, or there's like Jill's office, pink collars. There's a lot of different resources out there that you can reach out to to help you out with these smaller tasks.
1: And if you are a newer business or a smaller business, my recommendation would be is the moment that you can afford to get help, like hire help, if it's hiring somebody to do your bookkeeping or mm-hmm. hiring somebody like Jill's collars or whatever. Get the help sooner rather than later because the benefits will be exponential in the long run Mm -hmm. because it's just things that you don't need to be doing. It's going to be hard at first. It's going to be. But you don't need to be doing everything because think of yourself as the business owner. Give yourself an hourly rate. Be like, you know what? My time's worth $200 an hour. Mm -hmm. So if you're not doing $200 an hour tasks, as soon as you can afford to offload those, offload them.
0: Yeah, we outsource our bookkeeping now for the academy we have a person's mm-hmm. the va they're out of the philippines yeah it's so not it's, that we
1: don't know how no we just it, don't need to be doing it
0: it's very cheap it's six dollars an hour is what we mm-hmm. pay them and they we have them stay under 40 hours a week so they're just kind of part-time there's no taxes it's it's just much nicer having that um so there's, there's those resources that are out there to kind of help you with a lot of those things
1: yes yeah, so before people are like uh, 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 it's only six dollars an hour. It's an exchange rate. Yes. It's, yes. We don't and, need to get into this deep conversation today. We are not trying to not pay people well. When you look at the exchange yes, rate, true. We we are, we are paying this person a very appropriate amount.
0: Yes. Yes. It's that's
1: another conversation for another day. But I just don't <laughs> want to hear any comments about it. You, you have um, to think of it as an exchange rate You know, yeah.
0: topic. Yeah. Um, but there there are things to do. Another thing that I can just refer back to is when i was actually doing the landscaping and installations and stuff was to have our foreman have more conversations with the customer so at the beginning of the job i would try to go out there and always talk to the customer but that couldn't always happen you know i have meetings i have appointments to do so we started training our foreman's to go out there and talk to that customer. Training say, is the
1: keyword. Yes. You can't just be like, hey, go do this yes. and not let them know how you want it done.
0: Yeah. So then they're going out there. They're talking to the customer. They're laying out the job with the customer. At the end of the job, they're getting the the check. They're collecting the payment for that job, too. Like we trusted our foreman to do that. And I know some people are like, uh, I'm not going to trust them with the money. To me, if you can't trust your employees, well, with the this money, was there's also a
1: hundred years ago when most people paid by check. That well, might be remedied now with electronic payments. Yeah, but, but
0: you can get that process going mm-hmm. and, and make sure they can. You could do like a we have landscape final walkthrough checklist. So you can go. With that foreman can walk through the customer oh, with the absolutely. customer, make sure they're happy with thing. They can sign off, and then you're good to go. So there's a lot of things that you can do to kind of get you out of the field that you're not having to do that. You know sharpening blades. Do you have to be the one sharpening blades? If you have employees, why can't you teach them to sharpen the blades? You know, changing oil, whatever it is, there's a lot of things that you can delegate and get off your plate. Mm
1: -hmm. I'm the queen of delegating. I love nothing more than to make something not my job. Yeah. So I have the opposite of control issues. I'm like, I (laughs) want to just be like in charge of everybody, but not have to do the things. But I'm pretty good at that. Like, it's just... Different people do different things. Like you know, I mean, there's queen bees and there's worker bees, and mm-hmm. some of us are just queen bees. Okay.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Um, and you know, the, the last thing I guess is to set realistic goals on certain things. Sometimes this is hard is to set goals on what you can actually achieve versus what you want to achieve. You know, you,
1: it's okay to have lofty goals, but you have to break it down into those smaller, bite-sized ones mm-hmm. along the way. And please don't forget to celebrate those goals along the way. Because if you're only looking at the end outcome and comparing yourself against the big end, big, hairy, scary, awesome goal, then you're always going to be disappointed in where you're at. Mm -hmm. You need to look backwards and compare yourself like, well, where was I last week? Where was I last year? Where was I this time last season? So please measure yourself against how far you've come, not against where you want to be and you are not yet.
0: Yeah. And I guess the last thing is if you are experiencing burnout, it might be something, you know, we've talked about taking breaks and on delegating all these things. You may have to just talk to somebody like, you know, your spouse or whoever, you know, you may professional help if you're really that far along or you don't have anybody else to talk to you. So don't be afraid to, <laughs> to reach out for help and talk to a buddy, you know, grab a beer and go talk to him and just get stuff off your chest. That might help. Katie yells at me because I don't talk. And then when I do, it feels better. And I think the same thing for her as well. And she kind of gets well, it out there.
1: Well, I sometimes don't stop talking, but I like, I don't know. I have a lot of girlfriends that, so I talk a lot to my friends. And so, and that's not something that you necessarily
0: Yeah, guys don't do. the do kid, The kid No,
1: kids make fun of me. They're like, you're always on the phone. I'm like, buzz off. I'm talking to my friends. And so, <laughs> but reach out, whatever feels good and comfortable to you. Just okay. don't be afraid to do it. And we did a podcast episode, a couple episodes back on what do you need to just not do? And it's not saying that you don't, we won't do it never, but what do you just need to not do right now? I love making something like a not-to-do list because I, I am one of those people that will, <laughs> if I don't control myself, I will give myself 180,075 tasks to do. I don't mm-hmm. think that's a real number, but <laughs> I have to actively be like, nope, that is not something I need to focus on right now. And I have like, we use Asana, it's just little software or whatever, but I have a, you could put it in a spreadsheet, you could write it on a piece of paper and stick it to the wall. But all the stuff that I wanna do and accomplish and things that I wanna look at eventually, I write it all down somewhere, so I have it captured. So then when I do have time in my schedule or I'm ready to start a new project, I can go look at it then. Mm -hmm. But one of the things you can ask God, I've really had to to struggle with, you can't do everything all the time, all at once. Prioritize. Pick what's important over what is urgent, save that stuff for later. And it is definitely, it's okay to say no to things and it's okay to not have too many goals and it's okay to not overschedule
0: yourself. Well, that's the big one there is to be able to say no to people. Like we want to be everything to everybody and help everybody, but you can't.
1: Look at your schedule. Your schedule is your life. Mm -hmm. So what do you want your life to be? That's what you put in your schedule. Like I said, we're not perfect at this and it is hard. But practice that. It's just, and it's a little bit of a paradigm shift. If you look at it like that, like, oh, well, I say spending time with my family is important. But if you're not putting that into your schedule, eh, hard pill to swallow. You need to make it important to you. This is important over urgent. If it's important, put that in your schedule first.
0: Well, it kind of goes along the lines of like when you're scheduling your workout, like you need to plan this out so you can tell the customer. So you need to do the same thing in your personal life. And oh, planning be, your
1: workout. I thought you yeah. meant your workout. Like, no, no, I not, work not out.
0: No, not that kind of workout. I'm like, like, I
1: do <laughs> need to schedule my workouts. Thank you for acknowledging that. Because <laughs> that is one of the things I struggle with, with putting important over urgent. I always try to shove workouts into the extra corners of my life. <laughs> well, guess what? My life doesn't have extra corners. And so I do have to put it on my schedule or it's not going to happen.
0: Yeah. So now when you're planning your jobs, <laughs> schedule it in a, in a manner and then do the same thing with your whatever you have going on your meetings and stuff, you can't be everywhere and everywhere at the same time. So just keep that in mind. But yeah, definitely just be aware of those symptoms that we talked about earlier. Headaches, just tired, just exhaustion, you know, whatever it is, be aware of that and try to get it before it encompasses you everything because it's it's hard to get out of it And it's sometimes embarrassing when you have to go to the doctor with a weird rash on your back.
1: I think they were like calling people into the room. They're they like, oh my yeah. gosh, come look at what this guy's got on him. Yeah. And you're like, eh, cool, yeah. thanks. So... Yeah. Nobody wants that to happen. But I think it's something that we're all working on. Like I said, we're not, (laughs) this is not medical advice. We're not psychologists or whatever, but look out for these things. And my biggest thing is just work on your mindset around it. Like look for things that you don't need to do right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, what can you do to make yourself more resilient? Like even if little things like stopping and petting your dogs for five minutes makes you more resilient, stop and do it. I'm saying that because I, I probably stop and pet the dogs for more than five minutes, but just, <laughs> I well, I, okay, another one last hand, and I swear, I am in a little accountability group, and we call them joy snacks. It's just little tiny things you do throughout the day that make you happy, and you acknowledge them, and you do it because you don't always have time to make every day like the most amazing day of your life. So sometimes you just need a little bit of a joy snack. And so sometimes I have a two minute joy snack when the cat sits on my desk and I pet the cat for two minutes before I continue with what I'm working because she's sitting on my keyboard and I can't work. And so I snap a picture, I send it to my little accountability group and everyone's like, oh, ha ha ha, cute joy snack. It sounds silly and stupid, but it is actually quite fun and it forces you to look for good little things during the day. I like that. Yeah, like it that. forces you to focus on, hey, there is something happy going on. Or it's OK, like I said, to take two minutes to pet the cat before I shoo her off my keyboard.
0: <laughs> nice. I like. Pick it.
1: your own little joy snacks. Um, and if you can have an accountability partner, your spouse or just somebody you want to send the pictures to. Like I said, I'm in this accountability group. We all do it. It's silly and we're grown ass adults doing it. <laughs> but it is it's silly and it's fun. And and we all have different joy snacks. It's just whatever like makes it. you
0: happy during the day. I like it. I didn't know that. Nice. Yeah. so well
1: you're like please don't start sending me pictures of your joy snacks so
0: but if you guys are experiencing anything like this let us know you know and if you're doing something different that we didn't mention today to kind of help prevent it or overcome it feel free to post in the comment sections yes you've got
1: good tips Feel free to share them. We'd love to hear them. We're also collecting questions. Um, yes. We want to do an entire podcast episode where we just answer your most burning
0: questions. Mm-hmm. So
1: feel free to email us at scott at com or just put in the comments whatever questions you have and we will happily get those answered. Yep.
0: And then don't forget on June 20th, join us for our next estimating workshop. But it's going to be a great time and kind of go over some things that we see landscapers doing wrong with our estimating.
1: Yeah. It's just once again, it's back to that I'm not getting enough money for the amount of work that I'm putting in. And if that's what's happening, you have an estimating problem. You just flat out do. But the good news is that it's easily fixable and we've got some solutions that can really help you out. And so we can walk through some of that on that workshop.
0: One last thing I want to ask everybody is if uh, you're getting any value out of this, these uh, podcasts and stuff please go to iTunes and leave us a review. We appreciate it. It helps push us up a little bit more and helps us know that we are doing a good job too. So
1: Yeah, yeah well, and I think it helps push it out there to more people. Yeah. So, and that's one of our goals is yeah. to help as many landscapers as we can.
0: Yep. So. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us today. And hope you have a great day. That's a wrap on another exciting episode here of the Millionaire Landscaper Podcast. Now, thank you for joining us on this journey and thank you for being a member of our community. Remember our motto, do it dirty means just get started and not be afraid of making mistakes. We honestly believe this is one of the keys to the success in this industry and in life. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, please take a moment, head over to Apple, and leave us a review. Your support helps us reach more listeners and bring even more value to the show. Until next time, keep doing it dirty and grow your business to new heights. <sighs>